What's up, weebs, and welcome back to Anime Lane, the podcast where we take you down the yellow brick road of anime and have a look at everything it has to offer. As always, I am your host, Real Notorious, and Akimashita Omedeto of... Sorry. <laughs> Happy New Year, guys. Ugh. Oh, why did I think it would be funny to do that? Anyway, um, yes, it's the new year. Um, you may have noticed that we kind of missed a week. Both podcasts missed a week. Nap was off at the end of... 2022 December 30th was when an episode should have gone up but we didn't want to record an extra episode to put anything out and we didn't we wanted to take some time off um and then anime lane should have had an episode on the 6th of January uh but I that was one of my solo episodes uh and I wanted some extra time off um I think between like the full of December done nothing to do with the the podcast no editing work no behind the scenes stuff no promotion i just sort of let everything lie a little bit because it's we've kind of been going or uh at least come, on the back end i've got i've been going kind of hard for the past uh six months or whatever that we've we've been doing this um <clears throat> so yeah uh it's a new year uh and the the previous anime season has just ended so that's the main topic of of today's episode uh i have my trusty can of monster with me um so i may be sipping on that during the, the discussion um so yeah unlike summer um which yep i just had to think does that come before fall and it definitely does um uh, summer i only had like what was it two two shows i think it was step x and yeah, that's not a good sign. <laughs> I don't remember what the other show was. Um, but this season I have uh, a quite a, a, a bit more. So I actually have my anime list up right now. Um, and I'm kind of, I'm going to have to try and figure out how to discuss everything within a reasonable amount of time. Because I kind of maybe went a little bit overboard uh, to the point that I still have stuff on my plan to watch that I was going to watch. But I got so exhausted doing so many shows that i just sort of i stopped uh but i don't really feel like i missed out on many shows um so yeah uh it was rent a girlfriend season two sorry i was uh casually bringing up my list on the side there while i was talking um so yeah uh let's see so how did i so there's a couple of stuff i'm couple of things I'm, I'm only going to really touch on and I'm not going to go too in depth on mainly either because they're not finished um like uh Mobile Suit Gundam The Witch from Mercury yes uh the first core is finished and it's not coming back until April but I'm probably not going to cover the show until that second core is is out and done and even then potentially it's maybe something I'll kick down the road until we can cover it as like a group um because we've obviously covered the mobile suit gundam like the original trilogy of movies uh and i i i want to cover more with with sean and melina uh in the future um so yeah uh i'll i'll only lightly touch on that along with bleach thousand year blood war there's still like four core uh no sorry it's a four core run uh separated uh so we still got three more cores and that's not back until july um, I'm also slightly hesitant to talk about Bleach because, like, it's a show that was that already had 366 episodes previously. Um, so I don't really want to spoil that either. Um, and then I think that's that's as far as like uh, things I won't be covering right now because I didn't take on any like two core shows. If that uh, I kind of anything that was 24 episodes, I was like, okay. Uh, I'm going to leave for now, and I'm going to come back to in uh, winter 2023. Uh, so, like, Blue Lock, I, I was going to watch, uh, but because that's 24 episodes, and it's just going into its second core now, um, like, it's a concurrent uh, run, uh, I'll cover that. If I do end up watching it, I might just not watch it in the end. Um, I will be covering that until uh, the end of the next season. Um, other than that, oh yeah, Urusei Yatsura was another one that's going to be 23 episodes, so another two cores. The, the second core, again, has just started this week, I think. Um, definitely one I'm going to watch, uh, but yeah, won't be getting covered until uh, whenever the the uh, winter 2023 episode is. I keep going to say spring, 
Because in my mind, the, the year starts with spring, but it starts with winter. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of... There was some stuff this season I watched week to week, and then some stuff I picked up near the end, binge through and watched maybe like the last two episodes as they came out. Um, so yeah, the stuff I watched like week to week was G-Witch. Um, sorry, that's like... There's some stuff I'll refer to maybe by shorthands, like I refer to Step X, which is my stepmother's daughter, as my ex. Um, G-Witch is Gundam the Witch from Mercury. Uh, I also did Bleach Thousand Year Blood War, Chainsaw Man. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to talk about that, aren't I? Uh, Spy Family, uh, Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out Season 2. Um, I thought there was more than that, but looking at the list, actually, that's not too many. Um, what I jumped on later was Akiba Made War, uh, Bocce the Rock, more than a couple but not lovers, uh, and that's it actually. I thought I had more shows than this. Um, I did start watching Berserk the Golden Age Arc Memorial Edition, which I'll, I'll talk about. Um, and then there's uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Store Ocean, uh, otherwise known as Part 6. Uh, finished up um, this that season as well, um, so I'll I'll kind of touch upon that, um, but I kind of I'm I'm figuring out how how to do JoJo on the show. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, let, let's go over stuff that I maybe started and then didn't continue with, because um, there's a couple of shows here. So I started Berserk: The Golden Age Art Memorial Edition, which if if people aren't aware is I think the second adaption of the the golden age uh and, and an anime project well technically the the third but yeah uh, anyway um so originally the golden age arc came out in a trilogy of movies animated by studios four degrees c um and two thousand I want to say 2007 I think um it may have been 2012 I'm not 100% sure I could probably just check, um, but yeah, so originally came out as a trilogy of movies, um, sometime after the original uh, Berserk 1997 anime came out, which was the first adaption of, of the Golden Age, which also adapted the Black Swordsman arc, um, and I think the Return, was it Return to Black Swordsman? Um, I think is the arc that follows up. Uh, but yeah, so I started watching it. I watched the first two episodes, and I really do not like the animation of it. Um, the hand-drawn stuff is is fine. It's okay. I'm I'm very attached to one the the manga designs and to the 1997 anime designs. Um, but it's the CG stuff that, that, that really threw me off. I watched the first episode and was just kind of horrified at how the CG looked and just how much CG there was. Because the first episode is the battle where the Band of the Hawk first meet Guts. Uh, so it's when he takes on... I don't remember the, the character's name because I think they, they literally just show up there. Um, so it's... it's uh, they're, they're storming a castle and like the full episode is this battle pretty much and just sort of occasionally uh, you, you see the perspective of like Griffith and, and, and uh, the people from the Band of the Hawk like Casca and, and uh, Judao and stuff like that. Um... And then the second episode, you kind of get less CG, um, but you also get some CG, so you get how jarring it actually looks. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up at the set after the second episode just thinking I'm I'm not really willing to commit to watching that week to week. Um, so I, I I ended up dropping that. I just wasn't feeling it. I think it's. It's it's really odd. I'd love like a really good adaption of Berserk, but I don't think there's a studio that currently exists that could do it justice. I, I think the 1997 uh, adaption done 
a really good job of uh ad adapting the 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 manga even though it has its own own issues uh like it it's you know it's it's slightly not i don't want to say watered down there's de there's there's stuff that's cut um purely and simply because some of it even on late night tv you just you can't really show and and, and get away with um B berserk's a hard one to adapt you know i think we kind of uh, currently you know the past couple of years it's been like i will never say that something is like an, an impossible license an impossible title to be brought over to the west you know we thought evangelion evangelion would probably never get a, a, a re-release on blu-ray over in the west and we got that gunbuster it was said you know that's never gonna get a blu-ray release over here for multiple reasons and you know discotheque they're currently in the process of of working on that um so to say that an, an anime is unadapt or a manga is unadaptable i mean people have said that about books as well you know um so yeah i i don't want to say berserk can't be done i just don't think there's anyone that can do it and do it justice and i don't think i don't know if anyone would go back to the beginning and start from the start and do like a true i don't want to say one to one adaption because changes are fine changes are necessary when you're bringing something in a new medium and i think that's going to be berserk's like biggest problem um i think the 1997 adaption really captured like the the serenity the the, the kind of the stillness and and everything that was in Muir's artwork that made it very just striking to look at and and uh channeling some of the like i think it's the dizaki uh elements like the postcard effect and all that sort of stuff um you know those those elements really made the 1997 adaption what it is um so maybe you know <laughs> no trigger couldn't do it as you say because kill the kill has like so many of those elements um, but then it also has all the hyper, uh, like, kinetic animation, so I don't think it could, <laughs> I don't think Trigger could pull it off. That was a weird thought that bumped into my mind, because I thought about the postcard memories thing. I was like, oh, Kill a Kill used that a fucking lot and done it really well. Um, <laughs> no, that's a weird, no, Trigger shouldn't do no, please, Trigger, don't go anywhere near Berserk. Um, also, equally, Mappa. There, that floated around a little bit before Golden Age Memorial Edition came out, was that Mappa was going to adapt it. And it's like, yeah, no, no thank you. Please don't. Um, another one, uh, move, I'll move on now. I've talked about Berserk enough, I think. Um, uh, My Hero Academia Season 6, I watched the first three episodes and then realised, yep, yeah, because I'm up to date with the manga... I'm just gonna wait until this one finishes airing, which I kind of I kind of do this every season. I watch like a few episodes, and I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch this week to week. Week to week, I just want to wait for it all to come out and then binge it. Um, because I've already been through week to week with with the manga. Um, I think it's. I don't want to say that I think it's on the last like decent story arc. Uh, before it, it takes like a turn for the worst um, because after I think after season 6 it's going to be into the final stretch I think it's going to be coming up on where we are in the manga because the manga is almost done uh, certainly within this year I think it'll it'll wrap up I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's within the next 3 to 6 months because um, uh, oh I I hate that I'm forgetting the, ma the, the author's name um, Horikoshi, I think. Um, of course, it doesn't show me it on the anime page. Uh, yeah, this is the, the the riveting content you get when I do solo episodes. <laughs> me trying to remember author names. Uh, Kohei Horikoshi. Uh, he he said uh, that he's definitely looking. He wanted to finish it by the end of twenty twenty two. That's sort of what he had aimed to do, um, but didn't quite succeed. Um, and God knows how long we've got left. I'm kind of just hoping it finishes soon. Um, I don't want to turn this into a discussion in the manga, so I'm not going to go any further 
with that, that'll be a, a, a thing for the when it comes that the manga ends. That'll be a discussion for that time. Um, and I'll certainly, you know, make it known as I'm definitely talking about the manga, so anime only is, you know, no spoilers, don't worry. Um, yeah, season six. I'm looking forward to eventually watching the full thing. First three episodes, you know, it looks as My Hero Academia always looks. It looks decent enough. Uh, I don't think it's been as strong since maybe season four or five animation wise. Something's just sort of dipped a little bit. Um, season four to me still looked pretty good. Uh, I need to check the Blu-ray to see, you know, like, uh, like how how much better it looked uh, with like the the touch-ups that these shows usually get. Um, so yeah, I think that's it for stuff that. I- oh no, wait, hold on. Um, Arc Knights. Um, yeah, I I watched the first couple of episodes of this. Um, actually, this was one of my, my like pickups near the end of the season. As like it's only episodes; it should be easy to get through. And I watched the first two. It looks the like nice enough. Um, the animation quality is very high. It's got a very cinematic feel to it. But I just didn't feel too drawn in or engrossed by it. I was originally worried that it would maybe be incomprehensible to anyone that hasn't played the game because it's based on a mobile uh, gacha game. And so I thought, oh great, this is going to be like just nonsensical if you haven't played the game. But it it conveyed, um, from what I've watched of it, the, the story that it, it conveyed was, was understandable enough. Um, but I just felt no co- uh, compulsion to continue on. I didn't feel drawn in. Um, so I haven't dropped it yet. It's still just sitting on my, my currently watching, but I haven't watched it since the 22nd of December. Um, so yeah, I, I probably will end up dropping that. Just I don't really feel like watching the other six episodes, uh, mainly because I now know that I th- it's uh, I think it's getting a continuation, so it's getting like a second season. Um, and I don't really want to commit to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so now for the stuff that I... I'll go through the stuff I watched week to week, I think, first. Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, I'm not going to talk about too much, like I mentioned. Uh, it, it's great having Bleach back. Bleach was one of the first things that I watched when I started getting into anime. Um, like, when I, <laughs> when I started watching anime... Um, I stumbled across Shaman King again, which I watched on Jetix growing up in the UK. Um, and like I watched through most of it, and I got to maybe the, like the the maybe halfway through, maybe a little more like uh, the forty the the forties or something like that of the episodes of Shaman King. And I just kind of googled shows or anime like Shaman King, and I got Bleach. Um, and so I started watching Bleach, and yeah, I kind of fell in love with it i'm i'm very much aware it's not like the best show but i have like a massive soft spot for it same with the manga um which i read and in, in between you know the long time off air the, the bleach spent um it's very nice having it back the only thing i will say is that it is very jarring going from bleach to bleach thousand year blood war uh, the, the, those those shows, man, like, Thousand Year Blood War is a continuation, but it looks so different. Like, it has so much love and care and attention. It, it looks, like, far better than it has any right to do so. Um, like, especially when you compare it to what the, the original anime adaption looked like. Like, man, I want a full reanimated version of this show mainly cut out the amount of fucking filler that was in that original one like my god i think bleach took me over a year to watch simply because i'd keep hitting the the filler and would just lose all motivation to watch it like i really like all the canon stuff for the most part i actually like some of the season uh the the filler seasons there were a couple of story arcs in there that were were decent but you know you you go through like maybe a season maybe two seasons of of like canon content and suddenly you're just like shifted and it's not even like uh oh well this this part's done now so let's go back to karakura and chill for a bit and then the this the story arc like naturally develops from there no you're like one season just leaves off with ichigo running down a hall and then the next episode there's just a new story arc and it does not explain anything as to why the, yeah um 
It's very demotivating when you're watching it, but, you know, Thousand Year Blood War, no filler. Uh, it's very well presented. Um, it'll be interesting when I watch it back uh, dubbed, because I, I watched Bleach originally dubbed, watched through Thousand Year Blood War sub, just to keep up with, you know, the show as it was going on, because mainly we didn't really know one, when we were getting a dub, Viz, um, Viz don't really do simul dubbing, like, uh, fun, I was gonna say Funimation, I mean Crunchyroll, um, and uh, we did eventually get it, but I don't think the last batch of episodes are out in the UK yet, uh, but I'm steadily, I say steadily, I'm like five episodes, uh, back in, I'm, I'm slowly working my way through the original Bleach again, like just the canon parts um and then i'll probably watch the dub when i've got through all of that just to sort of get a natural lead back in because it's been a while um but yeah very happy to have it back um mainly because like i didn't think thousand year blood war would end up getting adapted um and the animation's very nice uh i won't say any more than that i'm looking forward to coming back in july that's yeah um, what else did I watch week to week? There was Chainsaw Man. I'm going to leave that to last. Uh, Spy Family Part 2. Um, which is great because, like, I think I watched Spy Family Part 1 before we started the podcast. Because I think it aired before the podcast started. Um, and that's good because, uh, it means I didn't have to leave it and wait until the second part had aired. <laughs> to talk about it because the second part aired after we started the podcast and it means i can just talk about both um i really love spy family like my god this show is just so wholesome very fun and just uh yeah it's 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 such a fun time if you're looking for like a nice like slice of life with the bits of action in it i highly recommend spy family the basic concept is um uh Lloyd, the the main character, is a spy known as Twilight, and he is is tasked. It's it's and it's set in this world of like, it's very much like East and West uh, Germany, is is kind of the setting, uh, and he works for like a spy organization for the other side, and he's living in one the other one, um, and he's tasked with working his way up to to meeting and and. Uh, finding out info about uh, like the, one of the country's leaders and the only way you can do this is by like making a family and enrolling a kid into the school that the, the guy's son goes to and working their way up so that they can get into the inner circle and so that means he adopts Anya who unbeknownst to him is a telepath uh, there's no real explanation for that in the story I'll be honest um, but you know you just kind of accept it but that also means he needs to find a wife. Uh, and so then he, he meets Yor. And it turns out she's an assassin, unbeknownst again to Lloyd, and unbeknownst to, to Yor. Uh, obviously, Lloyd is a, an, a, a spy. I was going to call him an assassin. That's what Yor is. Sorry, my brain's slowly not functioning today. Um, Anya is aware of both uh, their, you know, true natures, because obviously she's a telepath. Uh, and yeah, it's just about all the sort of, you know, shenanigans that occur through that, you know, Anya being at school and not being a very smart or good student. Um, she'd much rather sit at home and watch cartoons, which, you know, I feel you, Anya. I feel you. <laughs> um, so that's great. I, part two, uh, the second half also introduces the dog, Bond. Um, yeah, I rate that. I rate that content. Um, so yeah, I, I highly recommend Spy Family if you haven't seen it. Spy X Family if you're, like, looking it up. I, I definitely think, I think they announced there was another, either it was a movie or a second season is in production. I can't remember which one. Maybe both. Um, but I definitely think this is one that I'll pick up in manga form. Um, because it'll probably be, like, a year or so before we get oh they did announce both yeah um it probably doesn't have a date attached to it it just says oh it's this year oh that's surprising um but yeah i'll, I'll probably end up jumping on the manga because i i can i i would fuck with reading this week to week and just sort of having that pure vibes 
I did see some someone complaining. Um, I can't remember who this was. Was it Twitter or was it a Discord server I'm in? Uh, they were like, <clears throat> oh, it's, it's spending too much time like on random little side stories where like because one one sort of story arc had finished up near the start of the season and it kind of jumped on to uh what was it i think anya went shopping with her friend and yor was learning how to cook i think there was just a couple episodes where it spent more time on like her not necessarily character development well, yeah, a little bit of character development. You got a little bit of development there for Becky, Anya's friend. And we kind of got to see a little bit more of some of the side characters that are, are involved with, like, Yor. And I, I liked it. Um, I didn't really see it as filler, um, which was the main complaint that, that I had seen from this person. Um, I found that a bit odd. I wouldn't necessarily say it felt like filler. It, it felt more, you know, like it, it fed into the whole family part of it because it's spy family. Their main complaint was, oh, we haven't seen enough of Lloyd doing spy stuff. Despite coming off the back of, like, three or four episodes of Lloyd doing spy stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> I didn't quite understand that. Um, Uzagi-chan wants to hang out season two. Um, yeah, I watched the first season of this shortly after we started the podcast. I went through, like, a period of uh, catching up with a bunch of stuff I hadn't watched over 2020 or tw- and 2021. Um... And Uzaki-chan was one of those because it was on Funimation. And fun fact about Funimation, uh, it fucking sucked if you wanted to watch anything with subtitles. So I just basically avoided it like the plague for the most part. I think you're maybe lucky if two shows or one show every like three seasons took my interest enough that I'd pick it up. Um, like I think the last show I watched in there week to week before like, everything transitioned to Crunchyroll, was, um, Irina, the Vampire Cosmonaut, and then before that, it was Amim, the Warrior, the, <laughs> the Warrior at Borderline? Amim, I don't remember the full title, the Warrior at the Borderline? I don't know. Um, it's, it's not even, like, I don't think that's its name in Japanese either, it's got, like, a different name. Um, and Amim was so boring, despite like, I was drawn to it because hand-drawn animation, uh, hand, hand-animated mechs, hand-drawn animation for the mechs in that show. Um, which is something you don't see anymore, it's usually CG. Although G-Witch is now using... Anyway, um, so I was drawn to that, and it was god-awfully boring. There was just so little happened, and then it ended on this, like, cliffhanger that was like, Oh, come back for the next half. Which we didn't tell you we were gonna do. Surely there'll be some story there, and I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not watching the second half. It's all up in Crunchyroll now, so I might finish it, but yeah. Eventually, Uzaki-chan made its way over to Crunchyroll, after the whole merger thing was announced. Um, I watched it there, and I, I found it very chill, I found it very funny. Um, I like the comedic style of it. Um, second season was just as fun, I'd say. Uh, my only thing is now it's running into the same thing as all of these sort of rom-com slice of life shows running is that the main pairing really just need to hurry up and uh, you know make some progress with each other because my main like frustration with season two is that you would feel like you're making progress and then Uzaki would just open her mouth and all of that would be reset because she's you know fucked up Um, or you know uh, yeah <laughs> it ends on such a weird note as well. You think, um, oh, what's his name? I'm forgetting his name now. The main, the main guy. I don't know why his name's not sticking in my head. I think it's just because Uzaki calls him Senpai all the time. Shinichi, uh, or Sakurai, um, Shinichi Sakurai. Uh, you think he's gonna confess, and then he just doesn't. <laughs> it's like fuck off. Come on. Um, so that was the only real kind of, ah, uh, I don't know how to put it. It, it. it sort of falls flat at the end because of that, I think. Um, and who knows if we'll get a season three. I hope we do. Um, I don't even know if the manga's been translated into English yet. So I can't even jump ship over at the manga like I normally would. Um, but even then, I'd probably only jump ship if the manga was like nearly done. I'm not really willing to commit to something like this because it's not like one that I can read 
week to week, I'd need to, like, persist on... Not persist. I'd need to rely on, like, consistent volume releases, uh, which isn't always the case for stuff like this. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I think that's it for... Oh, no. Chainsaw Man. Yeah. That's the... Um, <laughs> that's the uh, elephant in the room. I did not like this show. I, I started with It's Fine and progressed to, oh my god, I, I really don't like this. I don't think I ever dipped into hate because um, I, I didn't rate it lower than a 5. I gave it a 5 out of 10. Um, I never dipped below that, which means it is absolutely mediocre and I don't really like it. If I had gave it a 4 or below, I would have really hated it. Um, and it never quite fell into that. It, I don't know how to convey how I feel about this show. Like, it's, it, it has no cohesion over many of its elements. It doesn't feel like any of its characters fit together. It doesn't feel like any characters have story arcs or character arcs. Um, even Denji. Denji is a very one-note character. And, even, and then when the show feels like it's making some progress towards either a cohesive overarching story or introducing a character that feels like it's gonna they're going to tie things together and make all these disparate dynamics work, they kill that character off in the very next episode after they're introduced. And that was when I knew I do not like this show. And that was eight episodes in. <laughs> It was so meddling. And then it did that and it soured any goodwill I had towards it. And then it also had to all all of this had to occur in an episode that just has the worst like fight scene I've ever watched in recent memory. Cause the animation is not necessarily bad, but something about it just either feels soulless, badly composed, or just not well directed. It looks the part it definitely has a level of cinematicness. Cinematique? I don't know. But none of it feels executed very well. I'll read the manga and I'll see how part one ends. Cause um for for maybe those who have only seen the anime, or or maybe this is the first time you're hearing someone talk about it, which by the way, don't watch it. <laughs> um the manga ran for, like, I think, was it 2020? I think it ended up going on hiatus because uh, after, like, a story arc ended, it was kind of like Naruto where, like, it was the end of part one and then you kind of go into the Shippuden era. Um, I think something similar happened in Chainsaw Man. So I think it's, like, the first 11 volumes encompass, like, the first major like story arc and I think the anime adapts about half of that I think we finished somewhere in volume 5 maybe volume 6 um so I'll read the other half because even though I can almost guarantee that this is going to get a second season I am not going to watch it I'm going to stay so far away from that um from what I've heard from like people I know who've read the, the manga and that have then watched the anime. Something's definitely lacking in the transition between them. Um, and I think even as someone who hasn't read it, I feel that because people talked a lot about how Chainsaw Man was like a really good manga. Uh, and then the anime came out, people were hyped for it, and then I saw no one talking about it. And then the people who I did talk to about it, who had read the manga, said that they didn't really feel it. So that'll be interesting because I kind of want to see, you know, what's lacking, you know, what's been missed in the transition. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I didn't like Chainsaw Man. Um, I just didn't didn't click with it. Didn't get along with the animation style, but I think it's a thing where Mappa have a very same same style no matter what they're doing. Um, and something about it is just off kilter um not off kilter i don't know how to put it 
um yeah i don't really rate mappa for the most part i like jujutsu kaisen i think the style for that worked for chainsaw man which again still has like its own style but still ha you can feel it's a mappa show um yeah for me it didn't work um okay i think that wraps up the stuff that i watch week to week uh and i'm now going into the stuff that i picked up near the end of the season um where i definitely picked up like more shows just because like i had more time on my hands because christmas was coming up and i was like fuck yeah i can i've no work to do um i can watch some other shows uh the first one i picked up i think was akiba made war which i <laughs> was not expecting this show to be like as fun as it was like it's so stupid but it's so fun like the main character whose name i don't remember i'm so bad at this i can more i can remember character names when we're discussing stuff as a group but when it comes to like doing these on my own i cannot remember nagami um she moves to akiha akiba is it akiha akihabara um uh she moves to akiba in the hopes of being a maid. Why? I don't know. Is that a thing people do in Japan? It's also set in the 90s, which I kept forgetting. Um, so she moves to Akiba in the hopes of being a maid and bringing joy to people's life. Like, sure, okay. Um, but it turns out like it's a big war zone because there's like two big groups that like run the place, like Yakuza style. Um, and then she also joins the ma the same mad maid cafe as Ranko, who is just out of prison, um, and is like uh, has been a maid for like years, and, and <laughs> was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to explain this show. It's it's like imagine the Yakuza video games with maids, and. Yeah, you you pretty much have Akiba Maid War. That that's the show. <laughs> that is Akiba Maid War. If you've played a Yakuza game, especially the first Yakuza game, because like pretty much the story is similar. Um, there's differences. Um, but yeah, it was very fun. Like you'll have like just random stories happening each episode and then like someone will get killed like rank will just pull out a gun shoot someone in the head and you're like oh shit okay this is escalating fair enough and then yeah you have two maid cafes just duking it out <laughs> that's like there's a baseball episode where they're playing baseball and like just on the verge of fighting the entire time because it's like two rivaling maid cafes you got the main maid cafe the the oinky doink maid cafe and one of the other ones um and yeah i saw if if you're like wondering if you're in doubt of this show just go into youtube and like look the, look at the opening um and you'll instantly get like the vibe of the show and yeah it's uh it's it's very fun um it doesn't end in the way i think anyone would expect it to it's got a slight element of like like a western not necessarily like a cowboy movie but uh, there's definitely like melodic elements to the soundtrack that inspire like a western feel um and and like the uh especially the ending has has like this uh you could see it on like a western uh movie like a um so there's like all these sort of different elements that that just tie nicely together to make this like really unique show and it's like an, it's an original show it's not based on a manga um and like it, it is it's a 12 episode show that tells a story and it has an ending and it's nice and it's concise and you don't get that very often anymore in anime at least not one that can stick the landing uh i'm mainly thinking of one direct priority on this one um yeah, I highly recommend Akiba Maid War. I really don't want to say too much because I will get into spoilers territory and I do not want to ruin the ending of it. And I'm mainly trying not to talk about it too much because Sean was interested in watching this and I kind of want to see Molina react to this as well. So I'd, I'd like to cover this more in depth in the future. Like, 
of everything I have watched so far this season, this one is like a, a candidate for being like an actual episode of the podcast. Um, so yeah, that was Akiba Made War. Uh, I also picked picked up Bocce the Rock, which you know, I I love a good music show. <laughs> Throw in a character who is riddled with anxiety and can't really deal with the public. You you got me. <laughs> um yeah no bocce was a lot of fun um it's just like it's like k-on but more serious uh but also like highly like comedic as well um just very wholesome you know bocce just wants to or goto just tori goto is her name um I, i can't remember where they get bocce from um but she's you know she just wants to be in a rock band and get famous and and you know not be an awkward person in public and and you know (laughs) she's making steps towards that small ones but yeah very fun show i i hope it continues um i think it's based on a manga so if if the manga continues to you know be popular enough i i think it'll at least get a second season um oh man the, the manga's been running from 2017 so um yeah probably enough content for like another season at least um if not more i don't know um i don't think the manga's been translated in english um so i can't jump on it like i said but i think for me a lot of the draw to the show was the music so reading the manga um like the same thing happened with given i didn't i've i've not read the manga for given uh even though like there's no sign of the anime continuing um because the the music's a, a big part of that and music's a hard thing to convey and uh you know a medium that is literally just art on a page <laughs> i i love manga but when you're you're doing music mangas it's you know I'd, I'd rather watch the anime adaption and see how the, the music gets executed and bocce does it like very well so if you're in if you like music anime uh specifically anime about bands and them forming and making music and stuff yeah i highly recommend bocce it's also very fun if you have experience with anxiety you'll probably relate to it a little bit <laughs> if not a lot um then i picked up uh more than a married couple but not lovers um i wasn't sure about this show i remember seeing it at the start of the season on like a lineup or something like that obviously the crunchyroll lineup but like somewhere i seen it like screenshots or something and i wasn't a hundred percent sure but then i just sort of picked it up on a whim mainly i sort of like i asked in in a discord server and i was like has anyone watched this i haven't seen anyone talking about it and a couple of people got back to me saying yeah it's it's good um uh, like it's it's and yeah, they're right, it's good. Um, I was surprised by it. The first couple of episodes, uh, the first kind of three, I think, I wasn't really 100% sure on it. Um, I think the character dynamic between Jiro and uh, the main girl, Akari. Akari? Akari? <laughs> I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Was, was really odd. Um, but sort of after the first three episodes, it kind of like that's all the setup and once it's done with the setup things kind of click into place and it worked a lot better um and i like where this season ends and and kind of how it's setting up a new di not necessarily a new dynamic but like a slightly shifted dynamic um if it gets a second season and i would definitely watch a second season of this it's it's very funny um i'd say very funny like it's 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 you know it's it gets a a a heart eight (laughs) out of me occasionally (laughs) wow man which can't be described as very funny can it um the animation quality was very nice um so yeah i I like the backgrounds of this show as well they're very reminiscent of um diamond is unbreakable like jojo part four um and this sort of like uh paper like drawn background type thing i'm not really sure how to describe that actually um 
like kind of cut out uh type design um it's if you look up the show and kind of look up screenshots from it i think you'll see what i mean um but yeah the backgrounds of of it like when they're outside mainly uh and like you can see the sky and clouds and stuff like that i really like that that part of it it's weird you would you sort of i thought it would maybe conflict a little bit with the the kind of characters and and like the other kind of elements of the show but no it uh it very much works um so yeah i i think it's a very kind of um comfortable comfy show to watch um so i'd I'd continue on with it especially with like they're kind of hinting at a new or or like a, a little kind of uh something a little bit extra going on in season two if it continues on um where there's like now a love triangle um it was hinted at in season one but it's kind of like really solidified at the end of uh end of the first season um so yeah what else did i have i think that kind of brings me to the end of most stuff i actually watched for this season jojo's bizarre adventure part six ended um stone ocean this was a really good part of the the jojo's storyline it kind of brings an end to like the storyline from part one obviously each part's different and but like there's like sort of like a through line um and and uh, i will say that whenever part seven gets animated it is like a totally new timeline i've read the first five-ish volumes of part seven um steel ball run and yeah it's like a totally new universe it's like a whole reset it's it's jumps like all the way back to kind of roughly the same time period as when part one takes place but it's like a new universe it's set in a different place but we're kind of meeting the this not necessarily the same characters again but like an alternate version of these characters so um part seven has johnny joe star which is you know the counterpart to jonathan you have diego brando otherwise known as dio um gyro zeppeli all this sort of stuff so yeah uh part six brings an end to the i can't call it the joe star thing because the joe stars are still there um the the overarching through line of uh like the current universe (laughs) part six gets really weird at the end that's why i'm really struggling to explain it um but yeah so part six was really good i i had a lot of fun with that the ending is so like bittersweet but very nice um and like i loved how there's just this scene at the end where they use the ending theme and you're like oh this is amazing and then they finish up using the ending theme and they brought back roundabout which is the first ending from part one uh used in the first season through part one and part two and it just brings this really nice bookend to everything and it, it kind of really signifies that oh this is the end of an era um stone ocean ah, i don't know if it tops part four for me but i definitely i think it's maybe a, i think it's maybe second and in, in terms of where i rank it over like all of the the where and like and the list of all the parts i think it's maybe second for me um with part five like just behind it um maybe hmm, like maybe part six and part two tie for me a second actually um it's an interesting one because the the first like 12 episodes came out um in december 2021 we didn't get any more until september 2022 and then like the last batch came out in december 2022 so it's been weird to watch that in very like broken broken up chunks excuse me um so i'd like to go back and like finish not finish it because i did finish it uh watch it in like one 
big chunk. Um, like binge through it like I did with part 4 and part 5 and get like an idea of the kind of how everything together fits. Um, but that will wait for a time when I'm rewatching all of the anime parts because currently I'm reading through all the manga parts. <laughs> I'm like halfway through part 2 right now and I have part 3 waiting. Um, probably when I'm like part halfway through part 3 I'll buy part 4. Um, and I think they're still publishing volumes for part 5, I don't think that's finished in English, and then Viz are weekly releasing chapters for part 6 on the Shonen Jump app, um, and I don't really know, they haven't mentioned when they're going to start doing volume releases for that, but I think it might not be until after part 5 is done, probably just to like save any confusion. Um, but I'm mainly interested in when like official translations will start for part 7. Um, if we'll get that before it gets animated or not, um, I doubt it, but if Viz go the route that they've gone with Stone Ocean, um, I'd like to see them release chapters weekly to the Shonen Jump app whilst the, like, volume versions of, of Part 6 are, are being released, that would be cool. Um, like when they're done with the translation for part 6, if they start on part 7 like soon after, that would be awesome. Mainly, I'd like to see us get it, you know, like, <laughs> at a decent time and not maybe like 2 or 3 years down the line when we're getting uh, part, uh, part 7 animated, which I don't know when we'd get that. There's usually maybe like 2 or 3 years between them, but I think, I feel like this is a good place for for David Production to take a break if they want to. Um, yeah, I think I'm kind of rambling at this point. Um, I think I've talked about everything I've watched this season. I'm getting a little confused because I'm looking at my like entire list. I haven't done it just down to completed or whatever. Um, so I'm seeing stuff that I put on hold and like One Piece is there because it's still airing this season and uh, Baruto is obviously still airing and that's on my dropped list. Um, and there's stuff that I haven't got around to watching like Do It Yourself, Lupin Zero, Shinobi no Itoki, uh, The Lies We Tip All Tell, and Urusu Yatsura. Um, but yeah, I think I've covered everything I've watched. Um, I hope my thoughts make sense. <laughs> I always worry about doing podcasts on my own because uh, I feel like I don't make any sense when I'm talking about stuff. Um, so yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode. Um, we are now obviously back from New Year break, or the Christmas break, festive break, whatever you want to call it. Um and things should sort of return back to normal. Um, I think the next episode you'll be hearing is going to be another solo episode for me. Uh, we had one more group episode recorded before Christmas um, that I've scheduled for February. End of February. Uh, so you'll be hearing me on my own, probably. Um, at least one more time before you hear Sean and Lena again this year. Uh, and then... Hopefully by that point we're back to recording stuff. Um, yeah, because as of yet we've we've not kind of put anything on the books for for when we're recording again. Um, I think we're still still sort of in holiday mode. It's kind of hard to kick yourself out of that when you've been in it for a, a month or so. Um, so yeah, happy new year! Thank you for listening, and uh, here's to a, a good year of of the podcast. Bye. <laughs>